welcome to Grandpa Hill's Stories. I am Grandpa Hill for my children, my grandchildren, and all children. What you're about to hear really happened to me. But why aren't you going to start telling the story? Welcome to Grandpa Hill's True Stories. These stories are for my children, my grandchildren, and all children. I'm sitting here today with three of my grandchildren and my one of my daughters and one of my sons. Yeah. And we're going to listen to a story about Grandpa and a boat. This boat was my very own boat. But the story starts when I was about maybe 13 or 14, and I liked to go fishing. We had a little fishing boat. My dad did. A little aluminum flat-bottom boat, 12 feet long. And Grandpa had four sons that all liked to go fishing with him in the boat at the same time. And four sons and a dad doesn't work out too good. Because one son gets up front, one dad in the middle to row the boat, and two little sons in the back. And then, that's three, and then we'd come in and we'd switch out and put a different son up front. Two little sons in the back. So you got to fish quite a bit, but you were a little son in the back. And something really terrible happened when I was 13 or 14. There weren't two little sons to put in the back anymore. Because it got big. Then there could only be one son up front. One dad in the middle to row the boat, and one son in the back. That's a whole lot of changing, and you had to row the boat out into the lake to go fishing. So I was very much interested in hunting and fishing at that time. So I was reading a magazine, and I saw in the magazine how I could buy my own boat. It would be a boat like that orange boat there, but it would be yellow and a little bit smaller. And it didn't have those fancy rings to hold the oars. That's really nice. And it had a big brass fitting on it to fill it up with air. So it was a floating boat. Oh, every boat is a floating boat. So, yes, <laughs> any good boat's a floating boat. So when I went out into the lake, how was I going to get there? I needed a paddle. I couldn't just put my hands in the water. That would disturb the fishing. Well. I had to make my own paddle. I got a piece of pine wood, and we sanded it down. I sanded it down. I cut it out, sanded it down, and then I put, um, I think we called it shellac. I shellacked it. And that would make it so the water wouldn't eat it up, and it would last a long time. So I had my own boat oar. And I did put a hole in the handle, I think, so it would I could tie it to the boat in case I dropped it when I was fishing. So now, am I going to get in my boat 
and go paddling and paddling and paddling out into the lake all by myself, a little boy? No. Without a life preserver or anything? Uh, no. No. I would have a life preserver, and my dad would take that rope right there. I would take the rope that's on the front of the boat, and I would tie the rope to the back of my dad's boat. There'd be one big son in the front, and one dad, and one medium to big size son in the back, and then there'd be me in the row in the boat behind, and I would be towed. I would be towed out into the lake. And then, would we go fishing? Yeah. No. The medium son in the back of the boat did not like it that there was another boat right behind him. Because then he could not cast. He could not cast the, his bobber or his lure. He'd end up casting it right into my boat. And he'd pull it and put a hole in it. It was terrible. So, we fixed that problem. How do you think we fixed it? I got dashing longer. Oh, that would have been a better fix. But you know what we did? What? We disconnected it. Oh. Which means now we're out in the lake and I'm in my boat and they're in their boat and we're not connected anymore. Why? Because what? that's what we did. Yeah. We didn't have a rope that would be nice and long. That's not a bad idea to have a long rope. Yeah. That might have been a safer idea. So now I'm out in the lake in my own boat with my own oar and my own fishing gear so I can do my own fishing. And guess what? When it's time to go in, where does my dad go? He goes in. He rows the boat in. Now I'm out in the lake by myself in my little rough floating boat doing my fishing. I'm not a swimmer. I wasn't then. I can swim a little now. So it was a little bit exciting to be out in that lake trying to fish. Now, do you think I caught a bunch of fish? No. No. I actually didn't catch very many fish. I had a lot of fun, though. And if the few fish I did catch was a little bit of a problem because the boat was even smaller than that boat there. And once I got the boat in the the fish in the boat, guess where I was? Yeah. I was in the boat too. So the fish was on top of me. It was always on my lap. Yeah. Because that's all there was. There was not a lot of room for all those fish and all of me. So I had to be careful on the edge of the boat, get the fish off of the line, put it on the stringer, attach the stringer to the boat. Then I would be okay, but I did not like to have the fish, so I'm very happy I never caught a big fish. Because a big fish might have even have poked a hole in the boat. Then I would be sinking. I wouldn't have a boat. I'd have a sunken boat, not a floating one. So do you think I did a good thing to spend my money on my own boat? Uh, no. Not really? Yeah. yeah. Edmund says, yeah, you say not really. Anyway, so I think I did the right thing. I think it cost me like $50. Back then, it was a big deal. I mean, it was a good, strong rubber boat. And I used it for a lot of other things, too. But it didn't really help me catch any fish. But I felt very independent. But I also learned that independent was a lot of work. Huh.
Because to row that little boat in with a paddle on one side and then a paddle on the other side, and all it would do is kind of spin the boat a little bit. It really was difficult to get anywhere. It was made more for like being on a stream. Then it would have been easy. You just go downstream. So that's my story about my boat. My yellow boat. It was one of the few things that I did that nobody else in my family did. I think they were all smarter than me, don't you? Yeah. yeah. That's the end of my story. Marshmallow? Yes? Whatever happened to Grandpa Hill's first boat? I don't know. I don't think it sunk, but maybe it did. Or, or washed out to sea. But he never went to the ocean. Uh, I think Grandpa Hill's boat died. What? Oh, or boats don't die. I told you before. They sink. Or, or maybe the rubber rotted. Or, rotted or, uh, Or maybe he sold it? I don't think we will ever know because Grandpa forgot about his boat. How could he do that? It was so important. It was, it, it was part of him being independent and growing up. Yes, it was an, an adventure. Paddling and fishing by himself. And he had lots of fun. And he was independent. It, it, it was hard to be independent. And he was all alone when he was fishing. Yes, I think after he got his boat and had his adventure, he learned. He learned that he would rather be with his family and take turns. I don't like to take turns. Mm, what did Grandpa do when it was his turn to stay on shore? Well, I think he went on more adventures in the woods. In the lake, swimming, maybe a campfire. Probably there was food uh, on the shore. Uh, I think he went fishing along the shore, looking for places the fish would hide or feed. And he had lots of fun taking his turn on shore. Marshmallow. Yes? It is important to be independent. It sure was important to Grandpa. You heard him. He saved his money. He made his paddle and he fished by himself. He got any sandwiches, Garf? I think he learned it is even more important to be with your family, even if you have to take turns. I think so too, Bart. Especially if it's easier to have food! <laughs> uh.